Thank you for tuning in to today's reading of the Whole Holy Bible in a Year. I'm Mike Householder, pastor at Lutheran Church of Hope in West Des Moines, Iowa, and I want to encourage you to continue to dive into these daily readings from God's inspired and living word. It's a healthy spiritual habit that will strengthen your faith and bless your soul. Let's start with today's reading from the New Testament, read to you by a member of our church from the New Living Translation. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said, look at us. And the lame man looked at them eagerly expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk. And then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. And he jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. And then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power and godliness? For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him. You rejected this holy righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Friends, I realize that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance, but God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, Anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. You are the children of those prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, Through your descendants all the families on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant Jesus, He sent him first to you people of Israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. Chapter 4 While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. 
These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it, so the number of men who believed now totaled about 5,000. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men, they asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. That was our New Testament reading for today. To learn more and better understand these daily Bible readings, join us for Worship at Hope on weekends, where we'll preach on the assigned readings from the previous week, and tune into my weekly podcast, Pastor Mike Drop Live, for a more in-depth discussion of the passages from Scripture that we're reading. Our goal isn't just that you know what the Bible says, but that you'll learn to live it out in daily life. With that in mind, let's continue now with today's Old Testament reading. Chapter 6 The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The children of Amram were Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Eleazar was the father of Phinehas. Phinehas was the father of Abishua. Abishua was the father of Bukai. Bukai was the father of Uzai. Uzai was the father of Zeraiah. Zeraiah was the father of Miraoth. Miraoth was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Ahitub. Ahitub was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Ahimeaz. Ahimeaz was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Johanan. Johanan was the father of Azariah, the high priest at the temple built by Solomon in Jerusalem. Azariah was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Ahitub. Ahitub was the father of Zadok. 
Zadok was the father of Shalom. Shalom was the father of Hilkiah. Hilkiah was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Sireah. Sierra was the father of Jehozadak, who went into exile when the Lord sent the people of Judah and Jerusalem into captivity under Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The descendants of Gershon included Libni and Shimei. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The descendants of Merari included Malai and Mushai. The following were the Levite clans, listed according to their ancestral descent. The descendants of Gershon included Libni, Jahath, Zima, Joah, Ido, Zerah, and Jeatharai. The descendants of Kohath included Aminadab, Korah, Aser, Elkanah, Abiasaph, Aser, Tehath, Uriel, Uzziah, and Shal. The descendants of Elkanah included Amasiah, Ahimoth, Elkanah, Zophai, Nahath, Eliab, Jeroam, Elkanah, and Samuel. The sons of Samuel were Joel, the older, and Abijah, the second. The descendants of Merari included Malai, Libni, Shimei, Uzzah, Shimea, Haggiah, and Isaiah. David assigned the following men to lead the music at the house of the Lord after the ark was placed there. They ministered with music to the tabernacle until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. They carried out their work following all the regulations handed down to them. These are the men who served along with their sons. Heman, the musician, was from the clan of Kohath. His genealogy was traced back through Joel, Samuel, Elkanah, Jeroam, Eliel, Toa, Zuth, Elkanah, Mahath, Amasai, Elkanah, Joel, Ezariah, Zephaniah, Tehath, Aser, Abiasaph, Korah, Izhar, Kohath, Levi, and Israel. Heman's first assistant was Asaph from the clan of Gershon. Asaph's genealogy was traced back through Berechiah, Shimei, Michael, Baasiah, Malchijah, Ethni, Zerah, Adaiah, Ethan, Zima, Shimei, Jahath, Gershon, and Levi. Heman's second assistant was Ethan from the clan of Merari. Ethan's genealogy was traced back through Kishai, Abdi, Moloch, Hashabiah, Amaziah, Hilkiah, Amzi, Bani, Shemer, Malai, Mushai, Merari, and Levi. Their fellow Levites were appointed to various other tasks in the tabernacle, the house of God. Only Aaron and his descendants served as priests. They presented the offerings on the altar of burnt offering and the altar of incense, and they performed all the other duties related to the most holy place. They made atonement for Israel by doing everything that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded them. The descendants of Aaron were Eleazar, Phinehas, Abishua, Bukai, Uzai, Zerahiah, Merahiah, Amariah, Ahitab, Zadok, and Ahimaaz. This is a record of the towns and territory assigned by means of sacred lots to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the clan of Kohath. This territory included Hebron and its surrounding pasturelands in Judah. But the fields and outlying areas belonging to the city were given to Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So the descendants of Aaron were given the following towns, each with its pasturelands, Hebron, a city of refuge. Libna, Jeter, Eshtemoa, Holon, Deber, Ain, Jutta, and Beth Shemesh. And from the territory of Benjamin, they were given Gibeon, Geba, Elameth, and Anathoth, each with its pasturelands. So thirteen towns were given to the descendants of Aaron. The remaining descendants of Kohath received ten towns from the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh by means of sacred lots. 
the descendants of Gershon received by sacred lots 13 towns from the territories of Ishakar, Asher, Neftali, and from the Bashan area of Manasseh, east of the Jordan. The descendants of Merari received sacred lots, 12 towns from the territories of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the people of Israel assigned all these towns and pasture lands to the Levites. The towns and the territories of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin, mentioned above, were assigned to them by means of sacred lots. The descendants of Kohath were given the following towns from the territory of Ephraim, each with its pasture lands. Shechem, a city of refuge in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer, Jachmium, Beth Horon, Ajalon, and Gathrimmon. The remaining descendants of Kohath were assigned the towns of Aner and Biliam from the territory of the half tribe of Manasseh, each with its pasture lands. The descendants of Gershon received the towns of Golan and Bashan and Ashtaroth from the territory of the half tribe of Manasseh, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Issachar, they were given Kedesh, Debereth, Ramoth, and Anam, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Asher, they received Marshall, Abdon, Hukuk, and Rehob, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Naphtali, they were given Kedesh and Galilee, Haman and Kiriathaim, each with its pasture lands. The remaining descendants of Merari received the towns of Jachnium, Karta, Rimmon, and Tabor from the territory of Zebulun, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Reuben, east of the Jordan River, opposite Jericho, they received Bezer, a desert town, Jahaz, Kedemoth, and Mephaath, each with its pasture lands. And from the territory of Gad, they received Ramoth and Gilead, Maenaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, each with its pasture lands. Chapter 7 The four sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron. The sons of Tola were Uzai, Rephaiah, Jeriel, Jemei, Ibsam, and Shemuel. Each of them was a leader of an ancestral clan. At the time of King David, the total number of mighty warriors listed in the records of these clans was 22,600. The sons of Uzai were Israiah. The sons of Israiah were Michael, Obadiah, Joel, and Aishiah. These five became the leaders of clans. All of them had many wives and many sons. So the total number of men available for military service among their descendants was 36,000. The total number of mighty warriors from all the clans of the tribe of Issachar was 87,000. All of them were listed in their genealogical records. Three of Benjamin's sons were Bela, Beker, and Jediael. The five sons of Bela were Esben, Uzai, Uziel, Jeremoth, and Eri. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors from these clans was 22,034, as listed in their genealogical records. The sons of Beker were Zermira, Joash, Eliezer, Elioenai, Omri, Jeremoth, Abijah, Anathoth, and Alameth. Each of them was a leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors and leaders from this clan was 20,200, as listed in their genealogical records. The son of Jediael was Bilhan. The sons of Bilhan were Jeush, Benjamin, Ehud, Kenaanah, Zethan, Tarshish, and Ahashahar. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. From these clans, a total number of mighty warriors ready for war was 17,200. The sons of Ur were Shepham and Hapam. Husham was the son of Aher. The sons of Naphtali were Jezeel, Gunai, Jezer, and Shilam. They were all descendants of Jacob's concubine, Bilhah. 
The descendants of Manasseh, through his Aramean concubine, included Israel. She also bore Maker, the father of Gilead. Maker found wives for Huppam and Shuppam. Maker had a sister named Maekah. One of his descendants was Zelophehad, who had only daughters. Maker's wife Maekah gave birth to a son, whom she named Perish. His brother's name was Shirish. The sons of Perish were Ulam and Rechem. The son of Ulam was Bedan. All these were considered Gileadites, descendants of Maker, son of Manasseh. Maker's sister, Hamolaketh, gave birth to Ishhad, Abiezer, and Mala. The sons of Shemada were Ahian, Shechem, Lichai, and Anayim. The descendants of Ephraim were Shithalah, Bered, Tehath, Elida, Tehath, Zabad, Shuthalah, Ezer, and Elad. These two were killed trying to steal livestock from their local farmers near Gath. Their father Ephraim mourned for them a long time, and his relatives came to comfort him. Afterward, Ephraim slept with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Ephraim named him Bariah because of the tragedy his family had suffered. He had a daughter named Shira. She built the towns of Lower and Upper Beth Horah and Uzin Shira. The descendants of Ephraim included Repha, Reshef, Tila, Tehan, Laden, Amihud, Elishama, Nun, and Joshua. The descendants of Ephraim lived in the territory that included Bethel and its surrounding towns to the south, Nearan to the east, Gezer and its villages to the west, and Shechem and its surrounding villages to the north as far as Aea and its towns. Along the border of Manasseh were the towns of Bethshan, Te'enoch, Megiddo, Dor, and their surrounding villages. The descendants of Joseph, son of Israel, lived in these towns. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvai, and Bariah. They had a sister named Sarah. The sons of Bariah were Heber and Malchah, the father of Berzaeth. The sons of Heber were Japhlet, Shamer, and Hotham. They had a sister named Shua. The sons of Japhlet were Pesach, Bimhal, and Ashvath. The sons of Shomer were Ahai, Roga, Hubba, and Aram. The sons of his brother Helam were Zophah, Imnah, Shelish, and Amal. The sons of Zophah were Shua, Harnefer, Shuel, Berai, Imra, Bezer, Had, Shama, Shilshah, Ithran, and Bira. The sons of Jether were Jephuna, Pizpah, and Era. The sons of Ula were Era, Haniel, and Rizia. Each of the descendants of Asher was the head of an ancestral clan. They were all select men, mighty warriors, and outstanding leaders. The total number of men available for military service was 26,000, as listed in their genealogical records. That concludes today's readings. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this journey with us through the whole Holy Bible in a year. To more easily find this daily Bible reading podcast, hit the subscribe button. On behalf of all our Bible readers and the whole podcast crew here at Hope, I'm Mike Householder. Tune in again tomorrow, and I hope to see you at Hope for worship this weekend.